Ooh, this is very dramatic. I wonder what's going to happen next. Hi, everybody, and Hi. welcome to Fox News Tonight. I am Brian Kilmeade. As you probably have heard, Fox News and Tucker Carlson have agreed to part ways. I wish Tucker the best. I'm great friends with Tucker and always will be. Well, that was a bit anticlimactic, if not uh, somewhat heartwarming. It's, it, it's good to know that Brian Kilmeade and Tucker Carlson will remain friends no matter what happens at the Fox News Network. And, uh, yes, you have all heard by now, Tucker Carlson out at Fox News, uh, Don Lemon out at CNN, uh, some creep-ass executive out at NBC. And to me, the, the most shocking thing about this so far is that people don't really seem to care as much as I thought they would. Obviously, no one cares about Don Lemon. Um, you know, I, th there's a lot of super far-right people who love Donald Trump, who love Fox News, who like to, um, who are under the impression that there's a, another group of people opposite of them who love CNN and Joe Biden as much as they love Fox News and uh, Donald Trump. But um, nobody's passionate about CNN. People are passionate about Fox News, but people aren't really passionate about CNN. So the, the news of Don Lemon being let go was sort of a meh, and we knew it was only a matter of time. The, the Tucker Carlson thing was, was pretty shocking. Um, but uh, yesterday, anecdotally at least, on the Guy Gordon show, um, we kind of threw out two topics at the beginning of the show because we, we, we kind of had it, our, our idea of what the hot phone topic of the day was going to be, and then Tucker Carlson was let go, and we thought, wow, this is going to light up the phone lines. And uh, our, our second topic was, was red flag laws in Livingston County not uh, enforcing them, and, and, and the red flag laws lit up the phone lines. Tucker Carlson, not so much. But uh, it, it happened suddenly. Um, reports on the Today Show said that Tucker Carlson was notified about this um, 10 minutes before the public was on Monday morning, even though the um, decision was made Friday night, allegedly. When Tucker Carlson signed off taking a bite of pizza, that's the iconic image now, um, as sort of his last, um, the last thing he ever did on Fox News. And uh, speculation ran abound. It's about 24 hours later, so some things have come to light. Uh, a lot of people thought it had something to do with the Dominion lawsuit where they settled out of court for $787 million for, for defamation. I thought the same thing. I thought, hey, you know, maybe they just can't afford to pay Tucker Carlson anymore because um, they got their asses handed to him by Dominion in court. Smartmatic is suing them for double what Dominion uh, voting machines uh, sued them for. Um, but it seems like right now at uh, 10 a.m. on Tuesday morning, um, most of the, the the main reason that Rupert Murdoch himself, the, the decision came from Rupert Murdoch, the decision to let Tucker Carlson go um, was this lawsuit brought against Fox News from former producer Abby Grossman. And I don't think the entire lawsuit by Abby Grossman, which accuses Fox of a sexist, hostile work environment, and there being a lot of locker room talk and, 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 and just demeaning talk about women overall uh, at Fox News. It, it doesn't center directly on the Tucker Carlson show, but it features it um, very heavily. So there's been a lot of things that have come out in discovery of that case. Um, obviously, during the uh, Fox News Dominion lawsuit, um, Tucker Carlson was 
um, was was seen in text messages and emails saying some things about both President at the time Donald Trump and top brass at Fox News. On top of that, uh, I guess that uh, Rupert Murdoch was a little bit hinky about what Tucker Carlson was doing covering January 6th. So all those things kind of led up to Tucker Carlson being let go um, the other day. And look, I shed no tears for Tucker Carlson. I, I find Tucker Carlson to be a First Amendment abuser. He's one of these people that get on Fox News and tells you who you should be angry at, who you should be afraid of, and that stokes uh, prejudice and anger. Um, He really leaned into the January 6th conspiracy theories. And and he did the—you know, Fox News has a slippery way of kind of getting around stuff like that. You know, Tucker Carlson, come on. And uh, was the January 6th— election stolen and 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 were these voting machine companies complicit in it i'm just asking a question uh he touted other things like white replacement theory and uh he was just really bad for discourse and yes i understand that um you know he has a right to say it legally to a point um and and he did that And, and he did that uh and and he's a smart guy he knows better even in these text messages about January 6th, about how he knew Sidney Powell was full of crap and how um, Donald Trump and all this stuff was undermining the credibility. He knew. He knew this stuff was was made up and fabricated. But he went along with it anyway because he was getting massive ratings and he was being paid uh, millions of millions of dollars. Um, so, you know, the question is, who's going to take over on Fox News? Uh, that time slot... Eight o'clock, much, um, much coveted. He took that over from Bill O'Reilly, which it seems like if you're uh, if you're going to get the eight o'clock time slot on Fox News, you're going to have runaway rating success, and things are it's going to end badly for you. But in the meantime, you're going to make a lot of money, um, and it kind of makes me wonder if it's the time slot or the person in the time slot. Um, that that makes it successful. Um, Bill O'Reilly actually was the the opposite of Tucker Carlson. Bill O'Reilly actually kind of moderated towards the end of his of his tenure, and he was ousted uh, because of sexual harassment allegations and, and all that. Um, he went away. He's he's with Newsmax or News Nation. Um, fact of the matter is, he's kind of gone away. Uh, Tucker Carlson comes into that eight o'clock time slot. He becomes the big dog. At the uh, at the network, and now he's gone. So we'll see. I mean, I, I think the obviously as the years go by, the importance of a time slot on television is going to diminish because of on demand and streaming. To be honest, I'm I'm surprised that it's still as relevant as it is. But the fact of the matter, it's still it's still pretty relevant. And so there's going to be a rotating cavalcade of co-hosts, and they'll find some sucker to some empty suit to put in there again and, uh, you know, have them uh, validate the the fears and the the worst thoughts of uh, redneck middle America. So we'll see. Um, Sean Hannity came out. He started his radio show yesterday saying that uh, he was just as shocked as everybody else was that Tucker Carlson was let go so suddenly. Um, he said 
that uh, people have this perception that since he's been there for, for a long time, um, that he is Fox News' other big host, that he's privy to these types of things. Uh, but he said he had no clue. He found out when everyone else found out, and, and he was shocked. And I tend to believe him. Because Sean Hannity, he's, he's very high profile. He's been doing this for a long time. He makes a lot of money uh, with Fox, and, and Fox pays him a, a lot of money. Um, but w- when it comes down to it, he's rank and file. And when big seismic decisions like this happen um, at a company, the rank and file don't know. Very few people actually know. And so Sean Hannity saying that he had no idea and, and people calling and texting him saying, hey, man, what gives? I believe Sean Hannity when he says that uh, he had no idea. Maybe Sean Hannity's eyeing that 8 o'clock time slot. I don't know. It make more. It makes sense to move him there and then put someone at 9 o'clock, but maybe he likes it. I don't know. And yes, oh, by the way, Don Lemon was let go as well. But uh, the <laughs> the only surprising thing about that is that it took this long. And it, it seems like Don Lemon, he was on thin ice since that incident on the newly launched morning show with him, Caitlin Collins. And I apologize, I don't know the name of his other co-host. But uh, you remember, this was one of the uh, biggest foot-and-mouth moments on TV where Don Lemon, flanked by two female co-hosts, I don't know how they how old they are. They look like they're in the 30s. Uh, talking about uh, presidential candidate Nikki Haley and how uh, women, when they get in their 20s, 30s, maybe in 40s, are, are past their prime. And I, I don't know if he made a reference to uh, childbearing ages, but uh, not only was it inaccurate because, um, you know, women are more for just make more for women are made for more than just making babies. Um and, I mean, when it comes to politics, I believe Nikki Haley's 50. That's, that, that's quite young when it, when it comes to politics. Um, you know, of course, you'll get your outliers like AOC or Barack Obama when he, when he uh, was president. But uh, being 50 is pretty young when it comes to politics. And, and obvious, the, the obvious thing, um, the, the, the elephant in this room is he would never say this about a man. Uh, because just look at President Joe Biden. I mean, that guy is probably decades past his prime, and he's running again. Maybe I'll touch on that later. Um, so it, it was it was a little surprising that he was back on that show. I got to say, I never watched the show, but I would imagine that uh, if the chemistry wasn't frosty on camera, it was pretty frosty off camera. And he came on, and I guess the, a lot of the scuttlebutt was that CNN was having a hard time booking guests for that show because people were so turned off by what Don Lemon said. Uh, yesterday, he had some kind of shouting match with uh, with a Republican uh, candidate who I never heard of. Um, and I guess that was the last straw. I guess <laughs> this candidate, and I tried looking him up. I have no idea who he is. Uh, but uh, he was essentially probably the last guest uh, who, who who agreed to be on this morning show with Don Lemon, Caitlin Collins, um, and and so that was probably the last straw um, when it came to management at CNN. And the reaction to this was 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 pretty unified. Both my liberal and conservative friends were like, "All right, see ya." I mean, it, it, it's weird. It, it didn't really seem like anybody really liked Don Lemon, but he stepped. He still kind of climbed the ranks at CNN, which probably shows you why CNN has such a rating problem. 
uh, because they can't read the tea leaves when it comes to the Q rating of their uh, uh, of their big network stars. Um, so, so what happens next? I don't know. Um, obviously Tucker Carlson probably has better prospects as, as long as something damning doesn't come out, uh, with any of these pending lawsuits against Fox news. Um, I, I don't really see a TV network picking him up. I don't think they have the money. You, You watch Newsmax and OAN and they don't look like they've got a Fox news budget. Um, news nation, which uh, used to be WGN. They they launched their own cable news thing. They might have the scratch. I don't know if uh, um, Tucker Carlson launches a new Daily Caller or he joins the Daily Wire. To me, at this point, the Daily Wire seems to make most sense uh, because it's the most high-profile. High uh, it probably has more money than, than OAN or Newsmax, and it's got the infrastructure. So... Um, if I had to guess, that's where Tucker Carlson's going next. As long as nothing, as long as he doesn't get canceled for something that 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 comes out in any of these um, lawsuits. Um, Don Lemon, uh, you know, Don Lemon, this the, him being fired for for having low ratings and being kind of a butthead on the morning show on CNN. I I don't think the guy. I don't think it's fatal. I think it's more fatal that his ratings stunk and and viewers didn't really like him. But I, I mean, it's not like he got it's not like he got canceled. He just got let go uh, because he wasn't performing. So I I don't know I I don't know if he goes somewhere else on TV. I don't know if he launches his own media company. Uh, but I definitely see Tucker Carlson bouncing back much faster than Don Lemon. And, of course, I uh, blathered on too long about those two bozos. I left myself with uh, very little time to get back to, uh, to to get to anything else before my 20-minute time limit is up. Uh, so we'll just rapid fire here. Uh, Joe Biden, to the surprise of nobody, to the excitement of nobody, um, has announced that he is running again for president with a very weird, uh, I guess anticlimactic is the word of the day, uh, because it's the definition of an anticlimactic uh, announcement. He released a three-minute video, which I haven't, uh, I, I haven't been able to uh, drink enough alcohol uh, to, to make watching a three-minute video about Joe Biden sound entertaining. But he, he, uh, he released a three-minute video at 6 a.m. Eastern, which was like, what, 3, 4 a.m. on the West Coast? The only people still awake are people who do coke and don't really engage in politics. Um, so, and it's almost like he tried to sneak it past us. So, uh, a very underwhelming launch to Joe Biden's 2024 reelection um, campaign. And I don't have the numbers in front of me, but the Hill Post did the other day <laughs> that the majority of voters do not want a Donald Trump and Joe Biden rematch, but that's probably what, what's going to happen. It seems like Ron DeSantis uh, is slipping a little bit. Of course, there's plenty of time. Um, he He's on some kind of uh, trade trip to Japan, which some people think is is uh, like a shadow campaign move to, to, to show his foreign policy chops. It's officially a trade. It's a trade uh, trip to try to bring... Uh, uh, businesses to Florida, which uh, he wouldn't really have to do that if he just leave Disney the hell alone. But anyway, I digress. He was asked about his slipping poll numbers the other day, and he said, "Well, I'm not even a candidate yet, so uh, so I don't care." Um, and so I, I we'll, we'll see, we'll see what happens. I mean, 
before I learned about Ron DeSantis, I had this cute little saying, which was the only thing worse than another Biden presidency is another Trump presidency. Uh, but uh, I, I, I think uh, DeSantis might end up being the worst out of all three. So I, I really don't know who I want running at that slot. And, and, and that kind of leaves me with a hopeless feeling. I hate to complain without offering a solution, but I don't really have a solution. Um, the Supreme Court upheld um, access to Mifeprestone. They um, decided to overturn the Texas judge's original ruling, banning it, which overturned all subsequent um, federal district, um, federal court decisions uh, about the drug. Uh, it's probably going to get kicked back down to lower courts, uh, get kicked around, and move, make its way back up to the Supreme Court, and they'll make a final ruling on it. And uh, finally, Aaron Rodgers uh, has been traded to the Jets, which means that the Jordan Love era begins in Green Bay. And with with uh, Aaron Rodgers' uh, performance and attitude lately, as a Lions fan, I kind of want to see him stay in Green Bay because the Lions finally had his number. Beat him at uh, Lambeau a couple times, send him out, ended his career as a Packer with a loss at Lambeau. Um, but, of course, and uh, where's the, my specifics here? They backed up the Brinks truck. This is from ESPN. Packers agreed um, to send, I'm sorry, the Jets sent their first-round pick, which is the 15th pick, um, to the Packers for Aaron Rodgers. A fifth-round pick. Um, hold on a second. I'll just read the paragraph. The Packers agreed Monday to deal quarterback Aaron Rodgers in their 2023 first-round pick number 15, and a 2023rd fifth-round pick, that's number 170, to the Jets for New York's uh, first. Oh, I see. Okay, so so the Packers sent Aaron Rodgers um, and their first-round pick to the Jets, and the Jets sent their first-round pick, which is uh, the 13th pick, their second-round pick, which is pick 42, uh, a six-round pick, which is number 207, and a conditional 2024 second-round pick that became a first if Rodgers plays 65% of the plays this season, um, it gets bumped up. So um, if you're still with me over that abortion of me trying to uh, um, explain this Aaron Rodgers deal, um, I apologize. I, I don't know. I, 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 I This kind of feels like when... Um, the Rams mortgage their future to get uh, Matthew Stafford. They won a Super Bowl that year, and um, last year they took a dive. There was a lot of injuries. Um, I, I feel like j the Jets' window is very small with this. Um, they do have uh, Brees Hall, who uh, the running back who came on and had a great beginning of the season, I know, because he was on my fantasy football team, and then he got injured. Uh, of course, Zach Wilson stunk up the joint, and then uh, he didn't really endear himself to the media. He got benched after playing like crap and saying something stupid. Um, so the Jets' offense looked abysmal last year. I don't know if Aaron Rodgers is going to be the difference, especially in a league where there's a guy named Patrick Mahomes um, who might uh, who might be who might do what Jordan did back in the '90s, deny a lot of great players. Um, Super Bowls during this era. So, but look, it, it's some excitement. 
Um, you know, Aaron Rodgers seems kind of sensitive to criticism, so I don't know how well he's going to do in the New York market. And knowing the Lions' luck, um, Jordan Love's going to end up being another uh, Hall of Fame quarterback like Brett Favre, like Aaron Rodgers, and we're going to have to deal with that headache for the next decade and a half.